just by way of introduction, we hear t- touch on a number of items, including lachash incantations that they use, cures for uh, medical issues that the Gemara suggests. And it shows up here and number of other places in Shas. How to relate to these items is interesting. The Rishonim take different approaches in terms of relating these items. Some like the Rambam almost completely discard them and then offer up their own alternatives. Other Rishonim take them seriously and think that they're efficacious. And there is a middle group of Rishonim who some suggest that whether it's allegorical or whether it's something that we don't understand, things that happened in the past that worked but don't work anymore, positions like that. Later on, after we get past Mishnah on the Yom Adal, we'll also see that there are Rishonim that took this very seriously. And we'll discuss that uh, at that point. We're just going to begin from the Tanur Banan on the bottom of Samach Vav Amudbet. It says, Tanur Banan, Yotzi Be'evin Tukuma. Person go out with this stone. I saw translations of it as a titor, an eagle stone. B'Shabbat. You can go out on Shabbat because it was believed to be efficacious in stopping miscarriages. You're allowed to go out on Shabbat because it's uh, medically necessary. Not only is this stone efficacious, but... Something that was weighed against this stone, a counterweight, also has that property. Veloshi pila, it's not that she has to have miscarried at least once. Elishemata pila, just the fear of her miscarrying. Veloshi ibra, and not that she's pregnant already or carrying a fetus. Elishemata pila, maybe she will become pregnant and then miscarry. Rashi over here does not make the comment he made previously, which is that we have to have some sort of background, family history about these issues. Seems to be here that it's in a vacuum. Said that no matter what, anybody can wear these. I'm Rav Yemar Barshlamayo when you're talking about this counterweight over here, it's not something that you whittle down to the point where it weighed the same amount as the Evan Tukuma. It has to be something that's naturally a counterweight to it. If you put it on the scale and you found something that exactly weighs the same amount without doing anything to it, without changing it all, that's the counterweight that we're talking about. If I have something that's the counterweight of the counterweight, so you have something that was weighed against the seventh kuma, was perfectly the same size, now you find another object, and you weigh it against that which was the counterweight to the seventh kuma. Does it work? Take cool. Leave that unresolved. Amar Abayi. Amar Liyem. My mother told me, A fever that comes daily or is on a recurring basis. Lishkol Zuza Hivra. Take a white coin. Rashi over here says a white coin is Tarufe Chadash. was newly minted. Lezel Lemilchata. Should go to the salt pits, where the Rashi describes the salt pits over here is that they used to drain the water out of the sea into pits and then they let the water sit there and evaporate and then they had the salt that remained afterwards. And take a bundle of salt and place it in the collar of his neck below his chin near a barco with a white twisted cord. If he doesn't have that, you should sit at a fork in the road. If he sees a large ant, the Dari Mide, it's carrying something on his back, Lishkale should take it, the Lishdaya Bagufta Denechasha, place it into a brass tube, the Listami Ivra, and then you should seal it up with lead, the Khatme Bishitin Gushpanke, and then lock it up with 60 seals. Rashi says here, that not literally 60 seals, so don't worry, you can just use a large number of seals to close it up. Ulafarzulule, the Lidre, you should shake it up and carry it around, it would say shake well before using, right? So here you shake it well. And then carry it around, Vilaimale. And then he should say to this ant that's inside the tube, Tunach Alai, your burden is on me, Vituanayalach, and my burden is on you. Samal Ravach, Abraid Ravun, Ravashi, that's a little dangerous. Dominish Ashkhe, Vivsakve. Wait a minute. Maybe this ant was used by somebody else. This is a large ant carrying a load. Maybe somebody else picked up this ant. 
did the same incantation, and this ant's already carrying around someone else's fever. So now you're going to say, oh, you know what? I'll dump my ant on the ant, and the ant on me, you'll end up with this other guy's fever who used the ant previously. Better to say, you take both of our burdens. You take mine and yours and keep it. Vilo, if he doesn't have that, Lishkol Kuzach Adato should take a small new pitcher, the Nara, to the river. Blame He should say to the water, Nara, Nara. Usfan Kuzit Demayel Orcha. Dick Lily says, please, lend me some water that I can go on my journey where I'm heading to. Lahada Shiv Zimne Areshe. He should wind it around his head seven times. Velish Dian Achorei. Then throw it behind him. Blame Nara, Nara. Shoko Maya Deivli. Take back the water that you gave to me, Dorcha, Dick Lily, for the journey that I was going on. Biome Ato, Biome Azo. I went on my day and I came back on my day. So have your water back. Amravuna, Leishata Tilto. Fever that comes, Rashi says it cycles every three days or so. You end up with it. So Laite Shiva Silui, Mishiva Dikle. Should bring Rashi over here is in the Girsa he has his Anavim, which would be grapes or they could be small berries. Otherwise the Girsa change of the Bach is that it's Anafim, small branches, Medikle from the palm tree, Mishiva Tzive, seven splinters, small pieces of wood, Mishiva Kshure from seven boards, Mishiva Sike, Sike are pegs. What's interesting is Rashi translates Yutedot, but then he writes cables, Balaz. That's interesting. Pegs, something that holds it together. Mishiva Kshure from seven bridges. Mishiva Ktime, Mishiva Tenure, seven ashes or piles of ashes from seven ovens. Mishiva Afre, Mishiva Sanire is what we have in Argomar here. To take dirt, earth from Shiva Sanire, Rashi translated as a Tzinora Delet. Korshi Skopa Tzira Delet The way that they had their hinges, hinges had on the door, it had a pin that sat in the ground or on the Skopa on the threshold. And as the door twisted there, it left dust or something in the doorway. You should take seven of those. The other possibility is the Girs of the Oroch, who says that it's Shiva Shive, which is Chatich HaKtana. Small pieces, small cuts. Shiva Kufre, Shiva Arbe. Should take seven things of pitch from the bottoms of seven boats. They put the pitch on to make them waterproof. Shiva boni kimoni. And seven kimoni is from cumin. And the question of what the kimoni is, Rashi says that it's garine kimon, either the seeds of the cumin, or boni kimon garcina meloe growth, or a fistful of cumin. Shiva bene medikna Dekalbasabo takes seven hairs out of the beard of an older dog. Good luck. Velitzarenu bechalula debezavra. So you should place it into, again, the collar of his shirt or to the neck below his chin. Benira barko. With a white twisted thread. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Laeshatat smirto. For fever that either persists or the way Rashi says, Zumechamemet vukodechet etaguf. Something that burns up the whole body. Pains the whole body. Lishko sakina dekula parzolo. You should take a knife that is made out of, completely out of metal iron. Leza leecha deika vardino. And should go to a place where they have, not a verid, but a vardina is a sneh. Thorn bushes. Velikter bey nira Barco, and you should tie it up with a, again, this white twisted thread. Yomakama, Likrok Bay Purta. On the first day, you should make a small cut in it. Velema, Vayar Malach Hashem Elav. These are supreme from Moshe, when Moshe reaches this Sneh. So the first one is you should say this Pazuk. And then, Velmachar Likrok Bay Purta, Velema. The next day, you should say this, which is Vayomar Moshe Asurinav, he should go, he turns off the way to go see what's there. The next day, you should cut a little bit into the name of Hashem Hashem saw that he went to the side. So Rashi points out to play on the words. Vayom Moshe is Mishum Seifa. For the latter half of the Pasuk, which Madu Aloi Vayar Sneh. reason Moshe went to see what was going on was because he wanted to see why 
it was not being consumed. Why there was fire without it being consumed. And then the next one is, by Hashem Kisar the Erot, we're playing on the word Kisar. Sar, it should remove, it should go away from you. If that's the case, why don't you say, don't come close to me? I mean, if we're playing on the words, Hashem speaks, or the Shekhinah speaks in the bush and says to Moshe, don't come so close. So the same thing in that way. Ella, so now they revise what you should be saying when you do this. And on the first day, you should say this, that the Malach appeared to him. The second day, Vayom Moshe. Ulamachar on the third day, Vayar Hashem Kisar Dirot. Ulamachar on the fourth day, Vayomer Altikravalom. That you should say, don't come close. Vichi Pasikle, once he's done all these sukim that he said, these incantations, let the Dave Lipsake. This is what you should do in the end. You should press it down. Lipsake and say this. You to push the bush. It's not because you are the tallest of all of the trees that Hashem rested his Shekhinah upon you. Because you're the lowest. And therefore he was Shoreh. He dwelled in you because you're the lowest of the bushes. In a sense of Anivut. Just like the fire burnt up then it moved away from them, it didn't burn them, so they were thrown into the fire and they were not affected by the fire. Cain, So too, the fire that's inside of so-and-so, meaning his name, should leave me, just like it left, The Simta, Rashi calls it Shechin, Krug Belaz, which in course some boil or blister, abscess, lemaochi. He should say the following. Now these are, Rashi says here, the Shmot Hamalachim. These are the names of the angels, and therefore he is using their names, which is Baz Bazaya, Mas Messiah, Tas Kesaya. Rashi has some interesting as one word, we have them as two words in our Gemara. Shalai, Va'amralai, Elaine, Malachai, these are the Malachim that were sent from the land, the city of Stom. As Rashi says, they really weren't. But that's just the way that the incantation goes. You come to cure boils and aches. As Rashi says, It says no meanings. This is the incantation. Your color should stay the same or stay in, stay in. Your Seed should stay within you. Kiklot, ukeparda, parda is a mule. Klot, Rashi claims over here, is someone whose zera is caught up, bitno, the muscles of his stomach, slow you lead. Someone who is impotent. Although the use of the term klot in other places like kulin means something that has a closed hoof. Doesn't have a split hoof. Is a klot. Dolo para, veloravya, that do not procreate. Kach lotifre, lotirbe, bigufe, deploni barplonit. You should not expand or grow within the body of so-and-so. Lekipa, or the girsadarach is the keba, lekiva, as Rashi calls them, unbush, which is a babuot. Some sort of boils, or someone who has been captured by a demon, or other translation are ulcers. Say this: a sword is drawn, and a slingshot is prepared. Your name is not Yochav. Sickness and pain. And that's uh, the incantation. All right, the for a demon. You should say this. Have it the pakik, the pakik have it. Should be closed up, closed up you should be. Lita, 
It should be cursed, tavur, broken, umshumat, destroyed. These are the names of these demons or shedim. Bartit, Bartame, Bartina. Obviously all negative terms. The son of dirt, the son of defilement, the son of filth. Kishamgaz, mirigaz, vistamai. You should be like these other shedim, shamgaz, mirigaz, vistamai. But things didn't work out so well for them, so they shouldn't work out so well for you. Shayla debated Kisei, the demon of the bathroom. On the head of the lion, on the nose, the snout of the lioness. We found the Shada, whose name is Barshirika Panda. That's the name of this demon. I threw him, I tossed him into a garden or bed of leeks. With the jawbone of a donkey. I whacked him or I smashed him. So these are the incantations and the methodologies to use for these sicknesses. And now we return to the Mishnah, which it says that that the princes can go out with Zagin, with the bells. Mantano, who's the author of this Mishnah? The author of Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon who believes that all Jews are princes. And therefore, is a broader term, not just princes, but the nation that are called princes. And therefore it would apply to everybody. So we don't worry about the fact that he's going to pull it off to show people because that's beneath their dignity. Someone who's a prince doesn't take things off to show. We're not worried about him thinking, oh wow, this is new. Let me share it with my friends because princes don't do that. That would be one possibility. Or the other possibility is, Rav Amar Barig It's stitched in, woven into his beged. And therefore there's no fear of him removing it because it's part of the clothing that he's wearing. And that would apply to everyone all day out would agree there that you can carry it out without a problem on Shabbat. Right now we move away from the incantations and cures to what we something called Darche Hayim Mori. One is allowed, the Mishnah says, Yutzim Bebeitzat HaChorgo. You can go out with the egg of a Chorgo with some sort of locust. Ubeshein Shu'al, tooth of a fox. Ubemasmer Minatzaluf. And a nail from someone who was... Tzaluv or Tzalav means someone who was crucified. Ravir means someone that was taken, they put to death. And somehow there were nails placed in them or around them. Mishum Rifu'ah Diri Rabbi Meir. All of these are for medical reasons. Never Rabbi Meir says you can go out with them. Chumim Osrim Afbechol. Chumim say it's not only problematic on Shabbat. Forget about caring. It's a problem on the weekday. Mishum Darche Amuri. These are considered to be Darche Amuri. Rashi calls them Nichushu. These are considered to be soothsayers, things that are superstitions. Therefore, there's no reason to take Mafrufua because they're not anything that's real. Now, the Gemara continues. The reason that they did this was because it was used for earaches. They used to hang it on the ear or place it in the ear, this egg, and it was good for earaches. This tooth of the fox is used for sleep disorders. You use a tooth from a live one, the one who is having the one who is having trouble because he's sleeping too much, and that he's sleeping too much, and then you take it from the live one. Demita, you take it from a dead fox, Laman de Lonaim. You do the one who's having trouble sleeping, that he's having insomnia. You should use it. So depending on which solution you need, that's the type of tooth that you need to remove. Ubumasmer minas taluv, the avde le zirfa. It's good for, zirfa Rashi says, nafach maga, if you have swelling of a wound, that you use the metal to cut the wound or to slice it down to reduce the swelling. 
So as he says, that all metal cuts, and therefore it's good for this problem. Mishum Rufua Divirabi Meir. So here comes to your question, David. Anything that is good, works, that has medical efficacy, there is no din of Darche Amori. Ha, conclusion that would be, if it's not necessarily medically efficacious, then it does have a din of Darche Amori. Vatanya, then we have a brighter. Ilan Shemeshir Perotav, a tree that drops its fruits. Sokro Besigra, painted red. Betoano Bavanim, and they placed large heavy rocks on the base. I understand why you would put large rocks or bricks at the base of the tree. So you should weaken the tree. Now that it has to hold up these rocks or piles of rocks, it'll weaken the tree, and then it won't drop its fruit. The feeling being that it was dropping its fruit because it's too powerful. It had too much to offer, and therefore it was dropping its fruit. So if you weaken the tree, that'll be fine. Painting it red, what does that do for you? So when it says, that people should see it, and they'll daven for the tree, that it should stop dropping its fruit. We have a bright thought, it says, talking about a person with sarat, he has to warn the people approaching him that he is tamay. He has to give them a notice that he's tamay. Why does he have to do this? He has to let other people know his difficulty, the pain that he's in. So others will ask for rachamim, will daven on his behalf in order that that he gets better. We'll do a little bit more and then we'll discuss this in more depth. Amaravina, Kamanta Linan, Kupse Bidikla. Like whom do we hang bunches of fruit on the deco, on the palm tree? Now, the idea being that the palm tree is dropping its fruit and therefore you would put a bunch of dates on it to show that it's dropping its fruit. Kihai Tano. It's like this Tano because we just saw before that we put something as a siman to indicate to people what the problem is, then they'll daven for it. So if you hang the fallen dates on the tree, people will know that this is a tree that drops its dates, and therefore they'll daven for it. Tani Tana, Beperik Amurai, Tameid Rabchir Bavin. So there was a Tana that learnt Perik Amurai means the Tosefta of the Emori. Emorites, Darche Emori. Tosefta Darche Emori, Tameid Rabchir Bavin Amalei. So he responded, Rabchir Bavin said to him, Kulu Itpu Mishum Darche Emori, Labar Mehane. Every one of these is classified as Darche Emori, go through a lot of them, except for these. Someone who has a bone caught in his throat. He brings from that same bone type. And he places it on his forehead. He should say this. Equivalent of some abracadabra where you have the balance of words on the same sides. You know, that doesn't have Darche Mori. The Idra, the other possibility is the Adado. Rashi over here calls that Etzim Shodag. Adam It's a fish bone that is caught in your throat. Over there, Leim Achi. You should say it like this. In Atzta Kemachat, in Alta Ketris. You stuck like a needle and you're locked up like a shield. Now, here we have our Girsi Shia Shia. The Aruch had Shach Shach. And then Hamesa Mes. We have over here just Shia Shia. Now, that's efficacious at removing the bone from the throat or the fish bone from the throat. So now we're going to move over to things that are considered to be Darche Amori. Things until now we said were the exceptions to the rule that those things work and therefore they're not Darche Amori. Now we move on to a list for the remainder of the Perek. Basically says these things Things are Darche Amori. Homer, Gad Gedi, someone who says, let my luck be lucky. And I should not be tired 
Not in the day, not at night. Yeshua Mishum Darche Amori, that is clearly Darche Amori. Yudamir, God in a lashon of a zarah. Forget about Darche Amori, you're ready into a vote of zarah. Shinamar, the Pesach says in Ishaya, or him the God Shulchan. Talking about the people who set a table for God. For God being the, uh, whether it was a demon, whether it was a god of some sort, they set the table for him, so it's clearly a form of Avodah Zarah. So when you say, God Gedi, my luck should be lucky, then you're not even just making some sort of incantation, some sort of superstitious saying, you actually, it looks like you're davening to a Avodah Zarah. At night they switch their names. Husband and wife switch their names. That is considered to be Darche Morit. Donu Dane, be strong my barrels. That he wants his wine to go well and to ferment well and to stay and not turn into vinegar. If he says, be strong, my barrels. Again, that's a superstitious saying. Forget about this. You're already into Avodah Those that swear by the iniquity of the Shomron. Long live your God, Dan, or in the name of their God, Dan. You see that Dan is a form of Avodah Zarah. So then when he says Dan Done or Doni Dani, that's referencing this Avodah Zarah. The laws would be different, first of all. They're both restrict. You can't do either of them, but Avodah Zarah would result, there are stricter laws with regards to Avodah Zarah in terms of you have to destroy things that have anything to do with Avodah Zarah. The punishment for Avodah Zarah as well as the Areg Valiavor. One may not participate in Avodah Zarah, or do something that's Avodah Zarah, he has to give up his life when he's faced with that choice. Darche Mori don't have that side. Darche Mori are things that are superstitious, but just don't work. We don't know what they are. They're not something that necessarily relates to Avodah Zarah. So it might be restricted, but it doesn't have as strict rules as Avodah Zarah. The Orev, Tzarach, if he says to the raven, Tzarach, to scream or to croak, the Urbata, which is the female raven, he says to Shrike, to shriek or to screech, turn me your tail for goodness. That's also rooster. Because it called out, it was the last one to call out. It called out at night, or Rashi says it called out like a raven. Shikara Gavrit, a chicken that called out like a gever, like a rooster. All of these sayings are problematic because of Darche Mori. Someone's drinking wine and says, I'll drink and I'll have left over, I'll drink and I'll have left over. Mean that he should have more and more, some sort of sense of bracha. It's a problem with Darche Mori. Someone who smashes eggs. Against the wall, before the chicks, Rashi has an alternative gutsah, is, after the chicks hatch from the eggs, he takes the eggs and then smashes them on the wall. That's one way to read it. The other one is that he actually takes them and hangs the shells on the wall up next to the chicks. And someone who mixes, it's not clear what he's mixing, sounds like he's mixing eggs in front of the chicks. Someone who dances and counts 71 chicks so that they shouldn't die. A dance is a darche amori. Someone who dances for kuteach, which was a Babylonian dip that was made out of some sort of rotten cheese, milk, and stale bread that was mixed together and salt. It was a, a pungent type of dip. <laughs> exactly. Someone who says you should be quiet when we're dealing with the lentils. Someone who shouts when they're dealing with beans. Someone who urinates in front of her pot that she's cooking. 
that it should cook quicker. That's also Darchemuri. Aval. Here we do have something that works, and this is not considered to be Darchemuri. The name Kisem Shell Tut. You can put in a splinter, a piece of wood from the Tut, which is a mulberry tree. That's the Eitzah Tut, is the mulberry tree. Beshivrei Zuchuchit. Or shards of glass, Bigdeira. Inside of a pot, Beshvil Shetit Beshel Meira. So that'll cook quicker. Those are considered to be good. Kachamim Mosrim, Beshivrei Zuchuchit, Mipnei Asakana. Not because it's problematic, because it's dangerous to have shards of glass that are floating around in the pot. We don't want to do that. But this is a methodology that's used because it suppresses the boiling of the pot. Some people have these uh, glass rings that you can drop to the bottom of the pot and it suppresses the boiling, so therefore it gets hotter, the pot, without boiling over. So I don't know if this is what they're referencing or something along these lines, but it does cause the cooking process to accelerate because it doesn't allow it to boil over. These are all items that you can do. Put a lump of salt inside of the olive oil so that it will light better and cleaner. So that's something to know. It's Hanukkah now. We light with olive oil. That if you put salt in the olive oil, supposedly it burns cleaner and it's drawn to the wick better. Tid. Something like mud, v'charasit, and clay. Tachananer. tamtin v'tadlik. You put it into the fuel of the lamp in order that it'll burn slower. So it'll slow down the burning process. Amrav Zutra. Hai man shraga de mishka. Someone who covers over an oil lamp. Migali nafta or opens, exposes a lamp that is burning nafta. Cover mishum bal tashkit. It's a violation of bal tashkit of being wasteful. Because then it burns, it accelerates the burning process. If you cover over the oil lamp, that accelerates the burning, and it's a waste of oil, because it would burn slower and just as well if you left it open. And the opposite would you with the nafta. The nafta you kept it closed, it burns well. And if you open it up, it just burns much faster and it's unnecessary to burn it faster. It's consuming more fuel for no reason. So it's a waste. So it's a violation of the Yisra Baal Tashchit of wasting. So this is the most interesting of all the sayings that we have today, which is from Rabbi Akiva. Chamra v'chaye. Wine in life, the fum Rabbanan, to the mouths of the Rabbanan, ein bo mishum darche amori. It's not a problem of darche amori. Masim Rabbi Akiva. There's an incident with Rabbi Akiva. Shasam Yishteh Libno. Made a party. Sounds like it's a wedding reception Libno. For his son, Ve'alkol Kos, Ve'kos, Shevi, on every cup that they brought, Amar Chamra V'chai L'Pum Rabbanon. Should be wine and life to the mouth of the Rabbanon. Chai V'chamra L'Pum Rabbanon, L'Pum Tamideon. Life and wine to the mouths of the Rabbanon and their students. The equivalent today of L'chaim. And as Rashi says, that these aren't problematic, because It's not an incantation. It's not some sort of superstitious saying. It's a bracha. You're just doing it alayayin, you're giving a bracha that everybody should have a good life or things should be good. That is permissible because that's not something that has no meaning. It's simply a bracha that's in the context of the item of wine. I'm going to stop over here. I'll just mention the halacha, what's brought down. It's very interesting, the way that the poskim and the bishonim deal with these things. Of course, the Rambam was a huge rationalist. really says without evidence of medical efficacy from the doctors that these things work, one may not, is not permitted to use any of these items. None of these items are permissible, none of these incantations, nothing here is permissible unless you have evidence, but evidence that's stamped and proved by the doctors. Shulchan Aruch quotes it, quotes it a little bit on the lighter side, and he says that it has to be something that has proven efficacy in order to be used. But there are many who say that when it comes to these things that are not classified as Darche Amuri, that even if we don't know if it's efficacious, why not take a risk? Why not take a chance? And that some of the things work. And since some of these things work, 
then you could take amulets, these kameot that we saw earlier in the parak, as well as these, some incantations, or I'll call them alternative medicines, that one is permitted to use them, as long as there's no evidence to the contrary. Evidence to the contrary is brought by the Shuta Rashba. The Rashba, in a number of chuvot, extensive chuvot, writes about what we'll call alternative medicines. And in those chuvot, he says, first of all, what is Asur is only what the Chachamim were Oser. So over here, when they said, this is Mishum Darche Amori, that limited the scope of what's called Darche Amori. Anything that's outside of these items is not classified as Darche Amori. You could approach this from two ways. You could say, everything is Darche Amori, unless it's proven that it works, or it has Rifuah, which is the Rambam's approach. The Rashba takes the other approach. The Rashba says, no, anything that's mentioned here is Darche Amori. That means anything out of the scope of what's mentioned here is not Darche Amori. And therefore, you could try it. And that you have the options to do it. And the Rashba brings very interesting things down, including about one of his Rebbeim, the Ramban, that they used to do some very interesting alternative medicines for people who were sick with fever. They did things with lions and images of lions above the bed and all sorts of things. Right, pigeons over the bellies. So all of these things that Rashba discusses over there, which would be the major header, I would say, for alternative medicines or going these paths, as long as there's nothing that involves, I'd say, Avodah Zarah or Darche Amori, where it's something that's done out of superstition, something that's done with no bearing or meaning. But that has to come, according to the Rashba, only the list here, or something that's obvious, that it just doesn't make any sense, or doesn't have any bearing. But if it's something that you could try, and maybe it works, go ahead and do it. So that's a very interesting approach in terms of Darche Amori. It really opens up, I would say, Pandora's box in terms of alternative medicines, or the ability to use alternative medicines, as opposed to, the, I would say, the stricter view of the Rambam, and even the Shulchan Aruch. But you see that there was a huge move. And I think it might even be driven by the, the people, that there was this desire for cures, desire for the ability to use these things. And therefore, you see the Rishonim discussing the fact that, okay, we're going to limit the scope, we're going to allow people to use these alternative medicines. And so they would be permitted, therefore, according to the Rashba, and he's the major source, that these things are not considered Darche Mori, as long as they were not mentioned in the Gemara to specifically be Darche Mori. Okay, we'll stop over here.